Hey everybody, welcome back to the Be Your Own Bank podcast. It's that time of the week, the weekly roundup. Thanks for joining us again, everybody. Please remember to leave a comment if you have one. We really appreciate your support and feedback. Also, subscribe, like, turn on notifications, and you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So this week, Tesla, again, Elon Musk, their earnings report just showed that they sold quite a bit of Bitcoin. So we want to talk to you about that. Additionally, Samuel Bankman Freed, CEO of FTX, has called the bottom or he believes that we might be at the bottom. And we want to talk to you about how that is a potential and also how the Pi cycle indicator plays into that theory. And finally, we want to talk to you about how a man vacationing to visit his sister in Puerto Rico was able to pay for his whole trip using just Bitcoin, which is pretty cool because we haven't really seen much utility for Bitcoin yet. And I think he figured out the trick. So getting right into it, Tesla sold over $900 million, 75% of their stake in Bitcoin in quarter two. Their earnings report just showed that. Must be nice. To have a billion dollars in Bitcoin? Yeah, well, it must be nice to sell at the right time, you know, to be, to understand that the market, that it goes up and then it's got to come down. So you should probably sell close to the top instead of waiting till it goes back to the bottom and then selling like everybody else does. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say they were that great though, because I think they sold probably around 38,000 and the high was like 70,000. Okay, fine. But So according to them, they broke even, but I'm sure they made millions <laughs> yeah, of dollars. Guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, in quarter one, they also sold 200 million in Bitcoin and they made quite a substantial profit from that, which they said helped with their operating costs. And good I think, yeah, it's good for them. Good but for them. but the, the good news of it is it shows the retail investors that this does make money if you are patient, if you get in early, which if we're in a bottom, it might be early. But it also shows you that the big dogs can just dump the market whenever yeah. they want to. And not tell you it's happening. The little people are left holding empty bags. So how do we get the little people to keep their bags, you know, have diamond hands and wait it out. And then the fluctuations aren't as big when the whales decide to flood the market with Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. Or, or for that matter, why is a bottle of tequila made by Tesla $300 for an empty bottle? Because you can't buy the ones with the liquor in it. buying the brand. I know, but like somebody's selling an empty bottle of Tesla tequila for $300 on eBay. Well, I think you should buy it and then take a picture of it and then turn it into an NFT and then sell it back to Elon. Well, that's not bad. I was thinking just put crappy tequila in there and pretend because uh, who's going to know, right? Nobody's going to know. Nobody's, nobody's going to know. No. Who's going to know? I mean, I would know, but I don't care. You have to make sure it's the same color and consistency. Anyways... Are we in a bottom? That's the next question, right? And Samuel Bankman Freed thinks, of course, he prefaces, he doesn't want to risk his whole reputation on miscalling the bottom. However, in his defense, we've had a lot of companies either get liquidated or have to unwind, the term is unwind, their investments, taking them out of DeFi, selling some of them so that they're liquid, 
because of all the the craziness with Terra and Celsius and Voyager and Three Rose Capital, right? So Sam's saying all this has kind of been felt. So we're, pro- it's we're probably in. it's priced in. We're probably at a bottom. However, we also have to keep in mind interest rates, inflation, war, monkeypox, all bad, all bad, and could affect the market in the weeks and months to come. Well, and we're still, yeah, we're still dabbling with the the recession word you know Mm -hmm. is that nobody's willing to say that we're in a recession which i think we are because we're in the third quarter now officially and two quarters of decreasing gdp means we're in a recession yeah so we're in a recession but how bad is it going to be um uh, michael burry the guy from the big short um he said that we're like halfway there and he made like 15 billion dollars on the Love subprime it. mortgage crisis. So I think he knows what he's talking about yep. and he bets on the contrarian perspective. So it's worked for him. It's, but that's, that's bad though. <laughs> like we don't want it to go lower, but the previous high was 20 K hopefully that, uh, you know, is our bottom or close to that. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping so, but I'm also preparing for it to drop to, you know, 10,000, which yeah. it could. I try to follow some of those contrarians like Il Capo to crypto He's an anonymous uh, chart analyst, technical analyst on Twitter, and he's totally out still. Um, I'm hoping he's wrong, that it won't go lower, but I'm I'm betting on it mentally. Betting it'll go lower. Betting it'll go lower, yeah. yeah. But one, And that's when you sell. That when it goes lower, then you sell. Right. You sell, and then you buy when it's really high, and you mortgage all. Yeah, you your, wait for the next halving, yeah. you know, and then you spend all your money when Bitcoin's back to all your money. And everybody's all talking your about friends' it. money. Max out your credit cards. Yeah. Take sell out a your kidney. Sell a kidney. Take out your your kids' um, college fund. Yep. Buy it all. That's what we're saying. Is wait definitely don't buy now. I mean, no, wait buy, until no. it's over a hundred thousand. No. That's the too time risky to buy. to buy now. Right. Buy when everybody's super greedy. Mm-hmm. Hold on, diamond hands, hold on to it, and then sell it for a loss because yep. tax benefits. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Good thing we're not advisors. We are not financial advisors. Yeah, because if we were, people would make a lot of money. Yeah, they would. <laughs> but the silver lining here is something called the pie cycle indicator, which I think is really interesting. I just learned about it. Yum. Mmm, pie. Uh, but basically what it does is it takes two different technical features called the simple moving average and the exponential moving average, and it mixes them together Boring. to make a pie. What is what is the simple moving average and the exponential moving average? I know, boring, right? Anyways, the simple moving average is a average of the last <laughs> X amount of days, and it plots those points based on what the price average is over that time period. And it keeps moving. So particularly the bo- the pi cycle bottom indicator is a mixture of the 471-day simple moving average. So over the last 471 days, progressively, you know, taking off that last day, adding the new day of what the average price was, it, it'll show that that trend line. Yep. And so we get a line of the average over, over that time period. Um, and then the exponential moving average is over the last 150 days. Basically, we're taking a leading and a lagging indicator, waiting for them to cross paths, 
and that is the pi cycle bottom. And so far it's been very accurate. So here's a here's a chart here that I want to show you to give you a visual, right? And so this was shout out to Crypto Rover. He put this together. But you can look at the Bitcoin bear market 2015, 2018 and now 2022 this year, but 15, we see the two lines crossing, the two averages crossing, and right at that cross, pi cycle bottom. So that was actually the the market bottom. And it was to the candle, which is quite impressive. Um, 2018, same thing. Just this uh, mid-July here, I think it was the 12th or the 13th, we saw the two lines cross again. And potentially this could mean that we're, we're at the bottom if history repeats itself, which it doesn't always. Yeah, and the top wasn't perfect this time either. The top wasn't perfect. But it was close. Yeah. I mean, within four or $5,000, that's pretty close. So we can't pre predict for certain, especially with all these other factors that weren't there in the past cycles, but it does give us a little bit of an idea of what could happen, that it could be close. I would say that we're close yeah. to the bottom. Well, and and that it doesn't mean that it's immediately going to go up. It just means it's going to range for a bit, but it, it potentially won't go that much lower. Yeah. Which is huge. And I think once all these things are, you know, falling in line, if you're following all these charts and, you know, the rainbow chart, all these, you can have a better sense of, am I getting greedy? Am I getting fearful? Right now you're getting fearful and it is potentially close to the bottom. So, well, and we can't have fear forever. We can't have greed forever. Right. So at a certain point we have to reverse. We have to go in the other direction. Yep. And I think we're getting close. I mean, we've, we've seen a crazy rally this past week. Ethereum up almost 50%. Bitcoin up. A lot of the other coins up a huge amount. Um, sure, it's probably going to be short-lived, but we're getting that reversal. And it happens quickly. And it happens quickly. So that's the thing is it's, it is a roller coaster and you just have to be ready for that. Just buckle up. And sell when it's low. That's the only sell thing you have slow, to Sell Buy when it's high. Put all your money Super into easy. it. Super easy. Super easy. And finally, my favorite story of the day, guy in Costa Rica, he paid for his whole trip to visit his sister using Bitcoin, specifically the Bitcoin Lightning Network. Bitcoin Light? What's that? So it is what's called a layer two solution Ooh. to Bitcoin. Basically, we got Bitcoin layer one. Lightning Network is stacked on top. It's a, it's a computer program that interacts and allows you to transact Bitcoin off the chain. Oh, it's off the chain? It's off the chain. Hmm. So Bitcoin's on the chain, Lightning Network is off the chain. Okay. And it's really nice because it's low to zero transaction fees, and you can do as many transactions as you want from one person to another, and you don't have to pay, and it's super quick. How, do, how does it work though? So it basically works like Venmo. I feel like that's the easiest way to describe it. Okay. So there's two different transactions that are going to happen, right? That are actually on the chain. So your first on-chain transaction is to to fund your Lightning wallet. So the Lightning wallet is your off-chain wallet. It's your off-chain wallet. You fund your Lightning wallet, both parties. So you and if you and me wanted to, to do this, yep. we'd fund our Lightning wallets. And then we can send as many transactions to each other through the, the Lightning network as we want with... Little to no fees. Okay, so it's basically IOUs. That's as good as money, sir. Those are IOUs. Yeah, it's like IOUs. And when we want to close our contract with each other, that gets sent to the, the Bitcoin network. The most recent set of transactions is written on the Bitcoin network. And, and then we're good to go. We're settled up. 
Okay. So, okay. So yeah. So it's like a, a tab at the bar, right? Yeah, absolutely. But there's a difference, right? Because if I'm taking out a tab at the bar, you know, I start a tab and then I just dip out and I don't pay, then if they don't, if they call the cops, sure, maybe they can, cops can get me. But other than that, I'm off with the money. So how do they, how do they make sure that one party doesn't take everything and run? So they have a, they have a third party that is ensuring that everything is, is, is the way it needs to be. Okay. So it's the third party gets both of our funds basically and manages it until we agree that that is the final transaction of our business dealings. Right. And if one of us tries to be shady, then the other one just gets all their money. Oh, okay. So that's the default. That's the penalty. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, and the third party isn't an entity. It's the algorithm. Right. So in order for any of that money to exchange hands, both of us have to sign off on it. And then it goes back on the actual ledger. Once we close our contract. Okay. Yep. yep. And so it's, it's seamless. It's cheap. This guy was able to do it. He only had to pay for gas with fiat with his cash at the beginning of his trip. He gassed up his fiat? I'm, yeah, I think so. Oh. I think it's pretty impressive he was able to use Bitcoin in a different country for pretty much everything. Yeah. Well, and the other piece of this that's important to understand is like the people in Costa Rica, the businesses in Costa Rica they all are accepting Bitcoin. So now there's a network of a lightning network yep. in Costa Rica where, cause if you want to, you know, send to a different retailer or business, you would have to set up a different, you'd have account, to open up another right? tab basically. Right. Whereas with the lightning network, it allows you to kind of artificially have tabs with everybody else in the lightning network. So if you have a tab with, let's say some, some vendor that I don't have a tab with, I can just siphon my money through you to them okay. seamlessly. And it's once again, they're IOUs. So there's no money really exchanging hands. That's a car. 275,000. Might want to hang on to that one. Until the accounts are closed. Until the yep. accounts are closed. So the $5 that you send to person A to get to person B, person B will just take from person A and person A will never know that they had the $5 in the first yeah, place. Yeah, it doesn't affect Basically, them. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the the easier way to consider it. Yeah, I think it's it's a great solution to a problem that would require a software update that's not gonna happen on Bitcoin. Right. So they come up with a new software that interfaces with it, layer two, and it allows the solution of scalability to help everybody. And adopt Bitcoin as a transactional currency as opposed to just a store of value. Right. It's imagine spending your gold bullion, you know, to buy a sandwich. I, now I, I can imagine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do, do it, that, but, but you could. But if you played the market correctly, like Tesla, right, is that they could start using their credit card more when they're, you know, when the prices are high, when there's lots of greed and then using it less when, you know, so you could play the market that way. Yeah. I think. Go on a trip at the top of a bull market. Exactly. And then just buy Ride high. Yeah. And then, you know, somebody's going to be left with the empty bag, but that's not your problem. Because right? your you're full. rich. Your you're bag rich. is full. Yeah. And that's all that matters in this world. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of the story. Great. I'm, I'm excited. I feel good about this. So do I. Awesome. Well, that was the roundup. Thanks for tuning in. All right, let's take a look at those charts. We've got Bitcoin right at 23,000. We have been ranging 
for the last six weeks or so. We are still in a bear flag formation. We have reclaimed the 50-day moving average in orange. We are heading towards the 100-day moving average in green. We do have a pretty significant resistance right around 25,000. If we can make it above 25,000 and hold there for a little bit, then 28 is in the cards as well as potentially getting back up to that 30K mark. I'm not holding my breath yet though. If this bear flag does follow through, let's take and move it here. Now we're back down in the 10 to $12,000 range, which is still pretty likely. There are no specific signs the recession is over. In fact, it may be just beginning. As you can see here, we do have that pie cycle bottom that we talked about that is in play. Hopefully we don't see that go much lower, but 10 to 12K would be realistic. If we take a look at this chart, we had talked about an Elliott wave formation. So we are still in line with our wave four, which would be our relief wave. And then finally down one more wave to wave five. I think there will be a lot of buyers and that could trigger some volume, but chances are we just grind for a little bit longer. Let's take a look at total market cap. We are right above 1 trillion. We've got some resistance at the 100 day moving average right at about 1.2 trillion. That will be some heavy resistance. Could take some time to get past that. We do have a pie cycle bottom indicator, same thing. So those are good signs, but it may not be over just yet. Let's take a look at our dollar cost averaging. I've got Harmony One token. It has been crushed. We are close to the bottom, right above two cents right now. Not much more room to go down. Could be a good opportunity to pick up a few. Next, we have ZRX, which is an ERC20 token. ZRX has been beat up as well, like the rest of the market. It's showing some signs of improvement at the moment, going from 28 cents to 36 cents. So not an insignificant bounce, but we are pretty close to the bottom with ZRX. Might want to take a look at that. And finally, XTZ, Tezos. Tezos is at $1.77, Pi cycle indicator bottom could be close to the bottom there. I actually did see a Tezos advertisement in one of the MLB stadiums too. So I believe Tezos will be due for a turnaround here pretty soon. That's it for the charts, gang. We are the Bit Bros. Remember, we are not licensed financial advisors. All content is intended for educational purposes only. Please do your own research and only risk what you're willing to lose. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning back in. Please remember to leave us a comment, like, subscribe, and you can also check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next week.